Hello and welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. Did I say welcome back? It feels like I was just here. But anyway, welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. Um, I'm your host, Christine Koenig, here today. Yeah, and I'm the, Suzanne Germany. One of, my, one of my favorite co-hosts. I know, we have fun, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Fun. Just air punched. Uh, so Monday morning, Monday morning, Monday morning. Here yeah, we go again, it's all right? Good. Rain, but that's okay. It's all good. We're going to have a green. We're going to think we're all in Ireland, you know, green grass and stuff like that. I know. It is that planting and gardening time of year. I went to Adams Ferry Acre Farms yesterday. It was my Mother's Day gift, by the way. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, post to you also. Yes. Yeah, it was a fun day. And so uh, I've bought some new hydrangeas to start building a hedge. I bought oh, nice. um, some pretty pretty flowers for like around some of my, the bushes and stuff, but mostly I have... Um, now, got in place all of the uh, vegetables that I'm going to be growing this Good year. For you. And it just makes me so happy this time of year. Good for you. I'm just going to do a shout out. We have a very interesting topic today, and you're talking about single family. Yes. And I have an, a condo, so yes. I cannot plant flowers at all, huh? And things like that. No, we're not supposed to. Hmm. So I'm, um, I, so I, I'm kind of skipping over. But I did go to um, a place this weekend, and I did purchase some flowers for down at the shore. We have a place down the shore. And uh, I'll put them in pots. I can do pots here, but mm-hmm. this was down there. I'm doing pots also. So uh, today, our topic, while we're teasing it, I love it. I love it. We are going to talk about all the different types of home ownership there are out there. You know, a lot of times we think about buying a house and we think about a single family home, right? Or maybe we think about a townhouse or condo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and there are so many different nuances and variances it's of It's crazy, yeah. Right? So we have. Single family home, condos, townhouse. You can do a duplex, a multifamily home. It can be a PUD. I don't even exactly know what that is. I but do. I just, I really kind of honed in on this morning. That's good. I, yeah. I printed out I printed out a little thing to explain what it is, um, which I don't even see my I, sheet here, which is annoying. I, but you know what the interesting thing is? And I know we're kind of jumping into it early. I didn't mean to do that. But is that when people are starting the process, they're really quite not sure what they want themselves. Right. They think, everyone thinks, oh, I want a house. I want to buy a home. I want to buy a house. But there's so many various, forget the fa- fact that so many styles of homes, there's so many different types of homes that are out there. So it's going to be interesting. Right. And there are different financing concerns with each of those on top of that. Mm-hmm. So um, today we're going to unpack a little bit of um, all of those different options and so cool. um, what that means for you or, f- um, you know, as the person buying for your mortgage person and how they're going to help you um, or for your agent so we can help direct your search. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. You have, you know, the longer you work with people, especially in a market where yeah. you your options are a little limited, right? You this start, is a tough one. You start looking for... Um, for more creative outside the box yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like maybe that you weren't thinking about this sort of um, ownership option, but it's what fits your budget right now, um, especially as the market is going up. Um, I think that that can shift that, especially that first time homeowner. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm struggling with my first time homeowners. Yeah, right now. no, I have buyers right now. And we, and we've been talking about this and it sounded like we were just trying to get people to list and get, but, but seriously, there's such little inventory, especially that in that, broader. that first, that, that like, lower end yeah that there's i mean we're now i mean uh four or five homes we've offered in on above list price uh this is a very qualified buyer is adorable we're sending letters and pictures and of the people and we're just really trying to get them you know a foot in that door yeah um and but it's been very difficult i think today i have another um notice of a highest and best i haven't gotten it officially yet but I'll be calling them to say, here we go again. Yeah. Highest and, and best. And it's so frustrating, um, you know, as the buyer and, you know, I hear it a lot. How, you know, it's, is there really, is it really a highest and best? Are there really other buyers? And Oh yeah. And, no, you know, and buy, and, yeah, and they say that. And yeah. there are, and they are, yeah. it's, and they just get, you know, the buyers right now are getting beat up. And, yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, 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 they lose their momentum and, and steam. You feel bad being asked that question. Like, yeah. well, you know, do you really think there's another buyer? I'm like, listen, we take so many ethical courses. Yes, there is another buyer. Yeah, you know, and uh, and there have been multiple. I mean, I think the house listed. Um, I think Wednesday we put an offer in right away. Uh, we came up to full price on Thursday. We were told there were six appointments for Friday, and they had a very busy week Saturday and Sunday. Of course. And now today is high. I'm I'm pending highest and best. Right, and so. it's you know as as the as the buyer who's in the door first and puts that offer in yeah. right away, you know they, they don't want to hear what well, we're going to wait for the weekend. But if you're yeah. representing the seller, 
Sure. You gotta wait for the weekend. That seller is gonna wait for the weekend because you know, they're they're looking to maximize what their return can be on their investment. But the concern is now this is a tiny little ranch, has a updated kitchen. I don't think there's COs, so I told them they have to have COs. And uh, we're already on a list price that I thought was a little overpriced. And now we're going to be more overpriced. So Mm -hmm. now what the difference is going to be for my young buyers, mine are 5% conventional. Mm -hmm. These sellers are looking for 20%, 25%. Someone who can jump the appraisal hurdle. Right. Because it's not going to appraise. Yes. And I keep telling that to my buyers. I said, I don't know if it's going to appraise. But yeah, so that, so truthfully, what we've been talking about since January is list your house. There is a, uh, a lack of homes on the market, yeah. which is creating this, um, not a negative energy, it's a positive energy for the sellers. It's difficult, challenging for the buyers, but it makes you a better buyer because you're now understanding what makes your offer stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, but It's a nice on spin on that. It's <laughs> making education. Yeah, it's right. exactly. It's making you a better buyer. It is making you a better buyer right. because because what doesn't, what doesn't kill you makes you yeah, stronger. <laughs> this is true, Christine. But but true because I mean most people you know go in put an offer they don't realize that you know if you're getting through I mean three point five percent FHA doesn't fly and I another heartbreaker is VA loans. Yeah. I mean my you know that's it's not right. I would take a VA loan. I mean I lost a, an accepted offer to. I don't know if I talked about this last time, hmm. VA buyer, and we're going through the house, and there was my person was army, and there was a Go Navy Beat Army right. sticker on the fridge, and uh, I thought, wow, this might be our seller because they're military, and we put, um, you know, we needed a because they're a VA, we needed the, uh, the which a uh, veteran benefit, as most people know, is 100% financing, which is definitely a benefit they deserve. And um, I'm very happy that they get it. But unfortunately, some sellers may not respect that. They want more, you know, more money equity in the game, down, you know, right. more equity down. So um, I thought with the stickers and the uniforms in the closets, this, these were our people, but they wouldn't take it. Uh, that's, that that it is really, hard. really yeah. disappointing. She's Lieutenant Colonel. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there are times I counsel even my VA buyers um, or, you know, the FHA buyers with very little down. I will say to them, I'm like, look, it's true. You bet you'd qualify for the zero down, but people want to deposit. They want right. to know you have skin in the game. Right. So even if you put money down so that they have something in the bank that ties you to that, mm-hmm. s- mm-hmm. that purchase, mm-hmm. Right, and then apply the apply that down payment to closing costs or some other costs, mm-hmm. paying your lawyer or whatever mm-hmm. else. There are other costs involved that 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 down payment amount can be applied to. It just it is it feels better for the person selling to say, you know what, um, these guys can't walk away. Yeah, um, I did have one though. I will say I sold a house in Arcadia Hills last year, and uh, my seller was a veteran, mm-hmm. and the buyer was a veteran, mm-hmm. and they did get a I actually got a higher offer. But he felt this is my. I, he wanted to give back to his to, right. the, to the to this veteran, and uh, it was great. It was actually a beautiful thing to see and to know. And I let the buyer know this is why we are accepting your offer because my guy is a VA guy too, right. and it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so the veterans, you know, they give. We have to give back. And if you get an offer from a VA guy, they're strong mortgages. The, you know, the, the, they're all qualified, uh, either USAA or they're, you know, another company, but they're a VA loan. And I think it's a great shout out to say, you know, give these guys a second chance and look at that. You know, if they're putting an offer in, they want to buy the place, you know, so. For sure. And, you know, and uh, it's. And they're committed and they have right. families and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, but good. I'm glad we talked about that. Yeah. All right. So I think that we are going to go to our first commercial, but when we get back, we're going to continue to talk about um, condos townhouses, co-ops, multifamilies, duplexes, all that good stuff. So awesome. come right back. Thanks. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey, I focus my business in Orange, Sussex, and Passaic counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. 
Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for more than 17 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well, and whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. This is attorney Bob Kruhulik of the law firm Beatty & Kruhulik, the lawyer guy here on WTBQ Radio. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 noon for the latest legal advice and tips. We're taking calls and giving answers to all your legal questions right here on WTBQ. Juan and the Car Doctor right here on WTBQ Radio Worth listening to Sunday mornings, 8 a.m., 855-560-9900 is the Car Doctor hotline. Give me a call. Let's solve that problem together. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine. And I am Suzanne Dermany. All right, <laughs> I love it. So today we're talking about the different sorts of properties you can buy. Um, and what's the difference between them? What do you know need to know about financing them? Mm-hmm. So let's hop right in. Um, and we're going to skip single family homes because we talk about them all of the time. And we'll circle back to those at the end. Okay, okay. But... Which is the first one you want to throw out there? I think that we should do a real quick, what's the difference between a condo and a townhouse? That's a tough one. Actually, it is tough. Uh, I look at it and say, okay, a condo, mm-hmm. you don't, and check me and tell me if I, I'm I, wrong. I, I, I you have all the, the answers in front of you. It's like a quiz. Let's, <laughs> okay. let's see. I would say that in a condominium, you in a condo, you do not own any of the soil. You are you own from the studs in. I happen to live in a condo. You own from the studs in. Mm-hmm. I don't own any of the exterior. I don't own my driveway. I don't own my sidewalk. They shovel. They mow. You don't even own your roof or siding. I know. Studs in. Yep. Yep. From my inside in. <laughs> so, uh, but it's good. I mean, it, you know, of course I raised my family in a single family in Goshen and uh, it was perfect for that time in my life. But we, you know, my husband and I, when my youngest went off to college, I was like, listen, I think it's time. And he's like, no, no, it's not time. I'm like, no, I, <laughs> newsflash, it's time. It's time for me. So you're coming. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it's a condo. You don't own the soil. You own from the studs in and townhouse, you own a portion of the soil. You own the soil underneath your found, like underneath mm-hmm. the foundation. So, and a, and a little in the front and a little in the back. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Right. Dep- yeah. Depending on, and that, that would be in all the, the documents. Um, also, like you own the soil. Sometimes you're responsible for roofs and sidings in townhouses. Sometimes you're not. Right. Um, and you know that's that's part of what when you're evaluating um, different properties, um, you really want to ask for that information what from are the condo you? Right. association or ask the owners to explain what is um, your responsibility and not. A lot of times, people don't even know. Correct. Like ours, where we live, we have. I, have, I live in a single family condo okay so people think oh you're a single family house i'm like well i am in a single family structure however it is a condominium right and yeah. the, the other thing that people need to kind of grasp about both condos and townhouses is you have a lot of common areas right? yes my yeah. whole place is con is is common which means everyone who owns there owns it mm-hmm. it's uh right and, and, and i know specifically in my complex you know, they kind of identify the property in front of my house and behind my house as my space. It's legally not my space, right. but it's, it's, there's a courtesy, like right. don't walk your dog on other people's lawns, things like that. And I know you, you own it all, you know, collectively with people, but you know, you just don't walk your dog in front of other people's homes. You just stay either on your property or, um, you know, down, uh, you know, on a common area or something, a berm or something like that. But um, yeah, so that's that. Another thing that I talk to my buyers about um, for townhouses and condos um, are things like um, assessments, right? What what are the 
what are the things that can come up when you own a, t- a townhouse or a condo? Right, because you're going to pay your taxes like everyone mm-hmm. else. You mm-hmm. have a, a tax rate. Well, the good thing about it is taxes are usually lower. Correct. Because you don't own the outside. However, you also have a monthly maintenance fee. Yes. Um, and it has pretty much been my experience that by the time you take your taxes and then you add the maintenance fee, you end up with a, an amount similar um, to a single family home. Yes and no. It depends. Because I know for us, when I was in Goshen, mm-hmm. uh, my taxes were fourteen five. Right. And I... I I shoveled as much as I could, but I I had someone do my lawn. Right. If I couldn't shovel, I hired somebody, and you know um, we didn't have a pool. We you know we paid for outside gyms and things like that. But now and so that was fourteen five plus all of those all of those expenses, items. which is the lawn was over a thousand a year, and then your gym is you know yep. five hundred a year. So it definitely went up. Uh, but now where I am, my taxes are they started they were five fifty. Now they're six. I still get my star because mm-hmm. it's my primary home, and my HOA is four fifty, so it comes to about ten eleven, mm-hmm. and um, we get the p- beautiful pool, we oh, get the yeah. gym, we get the maintenance, we get the flowers, we get the, the shovel. By the way, I love your clubhouse that's over there. It yeah, makes it's it makes me just want to go and like read a book. <laughs> yeah, I love I love where I live. Yeah, mm-hmm. and my husband, kind of kicking and screaming, but uh, the day we moved into the house, he was like. Okay, I get it. I can do this, you know, spatially. He's like, all right, I, I just need to see my rug here, our rug here, you know. I just yeah. needed to see our rug here. I just needed here. to see it. I, I, I can do this. And he's so happy. Yeah. We feel like we live in a hotel. It's well, what's so interesting, uh, and I think that you make a point about um, seeing it empty versus seeing your stuff in it. Yeah. Empty rooms look smaller than furnished yeah, rooms. Yeah, people do. don't think. Yeah, and it's very funny. The cool thing is that there are different types of people. Who visual people and you know spatially they can't visualize it or people who need it empty to do their own stuff. Yeah. It's very funny. By the way, we have a caller. Okay, hello, caller. Who are you and uh, where are you what's from? Your question from Middletown. How you doing, Christine and Suzanne? Oh, we're Hi, doing great. great. Um, I just wanted to ask you a question on new construction on condos. Are the costs generally less versus existing construction? Well, like for the maintenance and the common charges and. I don't think I, I can. I well, think costs are to, always more when you're building. You know, let's say I if think. it's a new complex and you have um, your maintenance charges, say on existing construction or something that may be, you know, 25 years old, where they might need to replace roofs or do certain types oh, of maintenance oh, assess, versus assess, new yeah. construction. Yeah. So it's interesting, right? Because when you are in a condo community or townhouse community and you have all this common property, Every once in a while, something comes up, a repair, that mm-hmm. is outside the scope of what you've been budgeting for, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the condo board is going to have a budget for maintenance. Um, they are going to sock money away for different expected... Roofs, right, driveways, correct, Expected like that. maintenance. But every once in a while, something will come up that is unexpected. Um, and it is everyone's responsibility to chip in, so to speak, mm-hmm. to pay for that. So that's called an assessment. Um, sometimes you'll see an assessment um, if like the duration of a product maybe didn't last as long as they had thought it was going to. They can use their funds, but maybe they're short and they take what they're mm-hmm. short and they mm-hmm. divide it amongst everyone. And then they divide it over the course of one year. So or many two years. years. Right, right, right. So you're having an assessment of $40 a month for something or $50 a month. Um, and so, yes, that definitely does happen mm-hmm. um, in terms of. Does that make it more expensive to live in an older one? It, I don't think that it no, does. No, I don't think. I think you're paying um, when you're buying from a builder and it's brand new. I think you're, you know, it all depends on the market. And so well, that's and kind of a negligible. it depends on the amenities that the development has. Like newer condo units or I guess, de- the, what is the word I am Complex? looking for? Developments. There yeah. we go. Um, you know, new construction, the, new construction I guess, is they what ha- we would call it, right? Right. They have a lot different amenities now. They're having clubhouses and pools and trails and mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. things Things to make that living space be more about the walls in, but more about a community they're developing. So the more things that a um, development has, right, the higher those maintenance costs are going to be because there's more to take care of. Right. So if you're buying something that was built 15, 20 years ago, they may not even have a pool. Your maintenance is limited to right. um, saving to fix roofs and uh, shovel and right. That's a good point, Christine. The newer and, ones definitely have more amenities, so your HOAs would be higher. Yeah. So. Definitely. Um, in ter- that's the only thing. Yeah, yeah, in terms of what what affects that cost, it's less about age and more about amenities. Yep. Good. All right. right. Okay. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thanks for your phone call.
Okay, good. Yeah, it's always good to get a phone call. So we will say that. Anybody who wants to give us a call, we are a call-in phone, call-in radio show. It's 845-651-1110. So give us your questions. Mark, thank you for your phone call from Middletown. I'm so glad you could read that terrible handwriting. I did. I fixed the six. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but yeah, so he's right about that. I mean, if there's more amenities, it's going to be more, you know, more cost. Right. Um, Ours is high where we live. But um, I'm happily, I happily pay for it because I know what I get. Yeah. I mean, as soon as it starts snowing, they're salting and they're shoveling and they're, and, yeah, it's and, very impressive. And it's so beautiful. The gardening around your development yeah. is amazing. And then very happy. you have the pool, the clubhouse, the nature trail, which the is gym. so nice. The yeah. gym, the gym is beautiful. Yeah, so it's beautiful. Um, it's pretty great. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah. Okay. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about. Okay. So we talked about condos, studs in, we talked about townhouses, owning the ground, directly beneath your unit, um, and sometimes maybe a porch area on the back. Um, So let's talk about co-ops. Okay, so I would say, and I was thinking about this coming over, I would say that a co-op is probably the most complicated purchase. Would you agree? I would absolutely agree. Yeah, Um, co-ops are tough, and they're more city. It is more city, but we have some of them. um, There are some around. Like every once in a while you find one. I think Rockland and Westchester have more than we have in Orange. Correct. Um, But what's super interesting is it's almost like you're a shareholder in a building than you are an owner of a building. Is that how it is? Kind of. Okay. Right? So so first thing you need to know is you can't just agree to buy a co-op from the owner, and that's it. No, correct. Yes. Right. The first you are- thing you need to know is that you have to come to an agreement on price with the owner, and then you have to apply yeah. to the co-op board. Yeah. And your application has to be approved. Yeah. I mean, it's to tough. me, it seems like there are so many fair housing issues with that whole. No, setup. I agree with that. I, um, and then, yeah. Well, they they say it's mostly. I mean, of course, financial. Is, let's believe that. Yeah. That it's, and I do believe that that it's mostly financial. Yeah. They want to make sure that everybody is financially stable to purchase a lot of times and maintain right you know they want to make sure that they're protecting the building and the investment of the whole building which is theirs also correct and uh they want um the more money you can put down in a co-op the more likely you're going to be accepted yes but that that's you know that whole application process is your it's a lot of personal information um, and it kind of goes into a vacuum you know, that you don't yeah. have a lot of um, visibility or transparency as to what's going on. Yeah, However, no, it's tough. It happens all the time. People buy in them. In the city. It's, I <laughs> it, know. My brother's own one. They inherited it. But uh, and the other thing is the co-op board is a very powerful board. Yeah. Like your HOA is there to kind of, kind of guide everybody, where right. your co-op board is more, you know, not militant, but a little bit more um, commanding of attention right. and... So that's, you know, and again, I, I don't know of any co-ops here in Orange County. There must be one or two or right. maybe a little bit more. Uh, definitely as you get closer to uh, the metropolitan area. But in Manhattan, I mean, it's all that, yep. you know. And I know with my brothers and my son is now living there, uh, the co-op board is, uh, you know, you kind of walk straight when they walk by, you know, yep. that kind of thing. I had, uh, there, so there are a number of co-ops in New Jersey as well. Okay. Um, and so I had a person um, pursuing a co-op um, and... It was very, uh, it was the first time I was doing it. Um, it's not common. It wasn't like a common practice. For no, me. I would so, like to do one once. You know, yeah. I did rely heavily on um, the experience of other agents um, to kind of help guide my guide my buyers. Um, and at the end, you know, we didn't get too far down that road before they said, no, I'm. this is not actually what I want. I, oh, I need wow. to not pursue this direction. Yeah, I would say if you are buying a co-op that you kind of go have to be in it to win it and you have to say, kind of like a short sale, you right. know, you have to say, listen, it's a lengthier process. It can be grueling. They're going to ask you all kinds of questions. You have to prove yourself. And it's a beautiful building. This is what you want. This is what you have to go through. Right. You just have to understand. And most people in the city, of course, it's a necessary well, it's evil. More, it's so much more common. It, you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. They know it. It's not out of the ordinary. It's like, oh, this is a choice I have. I can rent an apartment. I can buy an apartment. Or I can buy into a, co- a, co- a co-op. Right. I mean, they have a whole place, right? Co-op city. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's serious stuff there. So, but, all right. Uh, but I, yeah. I think that we are going to come back uh, to talk a little bit about some of the um, financial things we need to think about when buying those uh, sorts of properties. All right. Come right back.
Hi, this is Veronica Daugherty, a licensed real estate agent for 12 years with Better Homes and Gardens Brand Realty. Although based in Warwick, I also serve Orange, Sullivan, and Ulster counties. My primary goal is to ensure that your home buying or selling experience is successful, meets your needs and desires, and is stress-free. For more information, visit veronicadaugherty.randrealty.com or call 845-544-5807. The real estate market is hot. If you have been thinking of selling your home, now is the time. At Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, we pride ourselves on delivering an exceptional client experience. Our professional agents will provide you with the market data you need to price your home properly and follow through with the best marketing to get your home sold. Call our office today at 845-986-4848. Hi, this is Mike Abramson, your house doctor from All Dry USA. Tune in every Saturday at 1130 a.m. where I'll prescribe the right remedy for mold, fire, and water damage and preventative maintenance for your home on WTBQ Radio Worth Listening To. This is Clark Howard. Can your 401k and move the money to an insurance company or a full commission stock brokerage? Almost always, it's a strikeout for your future if you do that. Clark Howard, weekdays from 1 till 3. WTBQ Most of the days you're being dry today, partly sunny skies, and we'll get into the mid-70s. Tonight, partly cloudy, patchy fog around, and a low in the upper 50s to around 60. Tomorrow, clouds and some sunshine, warmer and more humid, mid and upper 70s to lower 80s, and some showers and rather strong thunderstorms will move in in the afternoon, accompanied by hail and some gusty winds and heavy rainfall, and then cloudy tomorrow night, heading down in the 60s. Wednesday, clouds and sun in the low to mid-80s, with chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. From the WTBQ Weather Center, I'm Tony Salimo. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig. Hi, and I'm Suzanne Germany from the Goshen office. Hey, Gotta Suzanne. Give my shout out to Goshen. We love Goshen. Yeah, yeah. I like how, though, I will say in the Warwick office, you guys play the radio show. During the day, yeah. We uh-huh, always do. Rachel uh-huh. is a great supporter of our yeah, show. Thank so you, I, Rachel. Yeah, that's great, Rachel. Goshen's not doing that yet, and I said I would get them a um, Alexa right, for them to be able to play it, because I think it's important you know, to do it, and I think it's great that your office does it. Well, and it's so you. supportive. Yeah, it's a great office. So just a reminder, if you have any questions today about different types of home. Yeah, I know there are people out there who are saying, oh, wait, I don't understand this. Call us. We are here to explain that's and right. learn with you, because it's... It's com- it is complicated. I'm not going to say it's not complicated. It is. There There's are a lot, of, lot of nuances and variations. Right. So right. our number is 845-651-1110. So uh, don't be afraid. Call on in. Um, okay. That being said, let's quickly talk about financing, right, mm-hmm. and the mortgage in the mortgage process for townhomes and condos while we're here. Okay. okay. Knowing we don't have a finance person here, but we can Correct. wing through it. Mike, Mike, the mortgage guy may call in. Okay. Um, he was just returning from a fabulous vacation week. So okay. um, he said he wasn't sure. Uh, he had a huge list of things he needed to get through this morning. So okay. um, that being said, um, we've all sold condos and townhouses. So um, I can talk a little bit about um, one of the things that comes up first. The first thing when I'm talking to people about um, buying a townhouse or condo is to understand what sort of loan they're qualified for. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be a conventional loan or oh, an FHA good, loan, right? right? Um, because different um, different developments are either approved for FHA financing or not approved for right. FHA financing. And that um, that's a that's a decision of theirs. Correct. It's the board right, right who decides whether they will allow FHA financing. Well, they have to apply for it. It, FHA has to approve your development, right? Mm-hmm. And the board has to fill out all of the paperwork. So it's sort of like a mutual coming together, right? Mm-hmm. Because if the if the development, say, doesn't have enough funds in reserve or have too many investors rather than owners, um, they won't even allow it uh, to be, be an FHA approved. Um, I was able a couple of years ago to get one of the, um, one of the uh, areas of, of Whispering Hills. Mm-hmm. I think it was area three or yeah. four 
to be FHA, you know, but again, that over there, there are different right, there are quadrants. Four, four different homeowners associations. Yeah, right? so we were able to get, I, I think it's three mm -hmm. um, FHA approved. So yeah. I think two of them right now are FHA approved, but the other two are not. Right, and so, I think a lot of that has to do with the reserves. Um, right, right, and, and that's and, what's been difficult right. over and the last couple of years. And their willingness to, to fill out that paperwork, because it comes with a big fee. It costs the association money to become FHA approved. Right. So um, that being said, your mortgage person will ask you, Right off the bat, if you have an FHA um, loan, they'll say, "Okay, what's the development? Let me check the list." And there are not a lot. There are very few in Orange County. There yeah, are yeah. There's not like a lot. one in Newburgh. There's what now? Whispering Hills. We're saying uh, maybe one in Middletown. Yeah, I don't I'm not, think I'm, that I can think of. I'm there's not, not sure. a lot. Yeah, it's really difficult. Right. However, sometimes the mortgage people um, who are super familiar with those sorts of loans, they can pull documentation from, you know, request documentation, um, financials from the um, boards. They can ask for a special, um, like, dispensation. But a lot of times... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, th I think that there is a process. It's it's a, it's a laborious process. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of times your conventional loan um, is... There are so many options now. You don't have to go with the 5% convention. You can go with a 3.5% conventional loan now. Mm -hmm. So if you're finding... If you're finding, um, did I say three and a half, three and a half percent down? Yeah. Right? So the advantages of like, I'm going FHA because I don't have the 5% to put down for a conventional loan. There are other options now. So if, um, you know, if that development isn't FHA approved, um, it, the first thing to do is look to see if you can qualify for a different sort of loan. Right, a conventional the, mortgage. That's right. the easiest and, way right. to move forward. And it may just be waiting a couple months, saving a little bit more money because, between 3.5% and 5%, it's not that expensive when you're looking at a condo. Right. So uh, sometimes it's worth saving a little bit more and getting that conventional, 5% conventional, and uh, getting that, yep. getting in that complex. Right. But in terms of in terms of differences between single family home and buying a townhouse or condo is that that bank is going to want to go through the financials of the board. They're right. going to want to make sure they're a sound. Um, right. Know, a and sound there's a condo board. app. It's, it's, it's not a complicated process. It's more so just more paperwork. Yep. So like I know where we live, there's a, you know, a condo questionnaire. You have to fill out the condo questionnaire. It gets submitted to the association. Like the mortgage company gives it, it gets submitted to the to the HO management company. Mm -hmm. And then they fill it out. You pay, you, there's always a fee. You pay that fee. And uh, then they send back the prospectus. Right. And the necessary answers to the questions that the mortgage company needs fulfilled. Yeah. So it's it's not complicated. It just it's you know like it's laborious, like you it's said. It's a yeah. process. Yeah. So it's but it's it's all good if that's what you're looking for. If that's the so the complex you want to be in, you can make it happen. It's not, you know, negative. All right. So one more kind of affiliated property type here, which is um, so rare yet is a thing, is called a PUD. Yes, the planned urban development. And that's right. So tell me a little bit about the PUD. So uh, from what I know, okay, so in a planned urban development, now I thought because the word urban was in there, I'm right. like, oh, we don't have them in our area. We do have them in our area. Um, the complex, um, the paddock is one. Right. Um, there's a complex in Sugarloaf that is um, a planned urban development. And with those, you have an HOA, you own your property, you have your own property. Mm -hmm. So where mine, I don't own the property, I'm a condo. Uh, for a planned urban development, uh, they actually, you have a yard, a lot, actually, they call it a lot. And and you do have an HOA, which helps to maintain whether it's a private drive, so the shoveling. Right. Um, there might be a gated entrance that you're, you know, part of the HOA is to, you know, manage the entrance with flowers and landscaping and lawn. I mean, you're responsible for your lawns and things like that. Right. Um, but uh, so that's the difference. And I, I was reading that some of these um, PUDs, that they have them, um, you can have commercial. Like, I think more in the South, they have these larger complexes. I mean, they're mm -hmm. almost like cities. Right, where there's like storefronts on yeah, the first floor yeah, and, and yeah. homes above Well, I think or... more like, it also can be a, a lot, you know, like a big subdivision. Oh, okay. But they have, they have commercial business in there also. Like they have... Um, like a you Starbucks know, or something. Yeah, yeah, that. I mean, in the South, they have some of them have post offices. My girlfriend lives in one in Texas. They have their own. Po I mean, it's thousands of homes. We're mm -hmm. talking about massive. Mm -hmm. They have their own stores. They have their own post office. Like, you know, because obviously, you know, everything's larger in Texas. So um, <laughs> it's just really, it's kind of crazy down there. But she lives in that. She has an HOA. She has a clubhouse. She has a pool. 
Um, I think they do mow for her because that's part of it. But they also have stores, which right. I like that. <laughs> I'm not I'm not moving to Texas, but I like that. You know, there's little conveniences within your own community. Right. And you do see that a lot more and more. Um, yeah. It's becoming more and more popular. So, um, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Well, they're, they're, they like to make them like walkable communities. Mm-hmm. That's a big term. It is. Walkable. And uh, you get walking scores now if you want, if you go online to some of the sites and you're looking at, you know, yeah. you put an address in and it gives you like, oh, do you want the school report? Great. Um, do you want the crime report? Great. Do you want um, neighborhood breakdown? Great. Oh, walking score. You get a walking score for your house these days if That's you want to cool. look in. Yeah, see. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like where my complex is, we're not, um, we're in, in Middletown. We're not far from stores and things like that. But as development is going on, the further out you go from the downtowns, the right. villages, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes you're kind of going to want your own conveniences right there. So um, not necessarily a post office, but, you know, a market or, you know, whatever to uh, have within driving distance or walking distance yeah. for for your home. So, yeah, I think that's all cool stuff. Definitely. Okay. What's next on the list? Uh, what is next on our list? Let's talk about duplex. Okay. So uh, let's, and let's, Explain let's talk it. about that for a minute. So you can buy a duplex where you're buying apartment one and apartment two, and you're living in apartment one, and then you rent out apartment two, mm-hmm. right? And then you can buy something called an attached single family home, which is, you know, if you look at it, it looks like a duplex. Mm-hmm. However, you own one side, someone Somebody else owns else the, the other. other side, and you have a shared wall. Right. Uh, uh, like in um, in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. I mean, the row homes in Philadelphia, the whole the whole city is almost duplexes. Right. You know, they're uh, they're row homes, so you'll have a whole row, and they're all attached. And commonly, there's an alley behind, so there's yep. your access for your driveway and your garage or your you know garbage, things like that, and a garage. Um, so it's big in Chicago too. That yeah, they, you know, Brooklyn yeah. has you know yeah tons yeah and tons yeah and yeah tons. yeah. So um, so yeah. So with a duplex, let's talk about a duplex where if you buy it um, and you own both sides, right? Um, so one of the things we're That's talking about, get. we're talking about some, some mortgage issues, right? Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of times when you take out a mortgage, you have to, you're taking out a mortgage where you are going to live there, right? You are, you are a resident. Um, it's not an investment property, except with a duplex, it's sort of an investment property too, right? Because right? you have a, another side. Right. So, um, and it's clear that that's going to be an investment. Um, there's going to be income generated, or maybe you're going to have your mom, right? So it's, it is a little bit different. Um, and there are some financing nuances that you want to make sure you talk to your mortgage person about. Right, uh, right. Be- because how it is both, a, you know, your re- primary residence and an investment, there may be some some different things that you need to do in order to secure that mortgage. So. Yeah, there's actually a, it's a, actually a vacant lot in the village of Goshen, uh, right by our office, mm-hmm. that is specifically zoned for, um, it's a duplex, it's, mm-hmm. well, it's just a vacant lot, but it, it has to have a primary residence and a home business, right? Two separate residences, you know, all within four walls, um, which I think is kind of cool. I mean, it hasn't sold yet. It's just again a vacant lot. Yeah. But that is the only way the builder could have gotten um, that lot rezoned because it touches a residential community and, and it, it touches a business community. So it's right downtown. So it's kind of interesting. That is really interesting. Yeah, I think it's actually a great lot, and uh, it just hasn't sold. But um, I think it's creative. It is. It is interesting. It, you know, sometimes people are maybe a little nervous that they're they're being limited about what they can do with their property. Maybe right. Yeah. I don't know. But it depends. But so now, my husband and I we own a place down at the shore, and it is considered a condo. Mm-hmm. It is one structure, and mm-hmm. we're the front unit, and the back unit is another person who owns her her unit. But we have to happily, we're kind of, it's like a marriage because we have to work together. We both like, you know, for, we spray for weeds, we spray for bugs. Um, We manage the exterior together, but we both have our own interior space. Even though we both own the outside, we kind of say, okay, that's yours and this is mine. And it's crazy. So now I'm having a hard time visualizing. Is, Is it like one house? Do you have a shared wall? Yeah, we do. So, okay. She's drawing everyone. I am I'm drawing I want a you to know we're on the radio and she's so, drawing yeah. me a picture. Which is so we understand. <laughs> like my door is here, her door is here. They're actually flips of each other. Okay. Here's our common wall. This is her front porch. So it looks, looks like a duplex. Way. Yeah. 
But it's a condo. That's the type of like structure, the ownership. That's are what there, the town allow it to be. A condo. Are there other similar homes around it, or are you guys kind no, of like isolated? Single like family, that? single family, single family condo. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah, the, yeah, it's it's crazy. Look at that. I know. So when we come back, I would love to hear just a little bit about some of the challenges and benefits of that. It's all good. I know. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. This is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, specializing in residential land and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand through the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marcia.randrealty.com for the best experience in your buying or selling process. George Ziola is a mortgage loan originator at Hudson United Mortgage, where you will not have to sacrifice great service for great rates. At Hudson United, George will provide you with one-on-one service you deserve while structuring the mortgage that's best for you. With a wide range of mortgage options at competitive rates, whether it's a conventional mortgage, an FHA, VA, USDA loan, or a renovation loan, George will give you personal service every step of the way and turn your home ownership dreams into a reality. George is licensed in New York and Connecticut and works with over 25 lenders to find you the best deal and one that's customized to fit your budget. George takes the guesswork out of the mortgage process and you will be informed on the progress of your loan every step of the way. George is always available to answer any questions you may have, so what are you waiting for? Contact George now at george.zeolla at hudsonunited.com. Hi, this is Suzanne Dermany, an associate broker at Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty in the Goshen office. Whether you are a first-time buyer or relocating or a seller, rest assured your journey will be a memorable learning experience. For more information, please visit my website at suzanne.dermany.randrealty.com. S-U-S-A-N-N-E dot D as in David, E-R-M-I-G-N-Y dot randrealty.com. Hi, this is Lynn Allen Sion. I'm the president and CEO of the Orange County Chamber of Commerce. Join us every Friday at 12 noon when we will highlight Orange County Chamber's events and business right here on WTBQ Radio, worth listening to. Hi, this is Professor Richard Hull, host of the Warwick Historical Society's weekly show, History Alive. Tune in every Monday at 11.05 to learn how history is your past, present, and future. WTBQ Radio, worth listening to. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig. And I'm Suzanne Dermody from the Goshen Office. And uh, we are talking about different sorts of home ownership. Uh, meaning, uh, and I think it's cool we both live in something different. Yeah. Um, and really just meaning we're talking about condos and townhouses, mm-hmm. duplexes, co-ops, um, multifamily, What did I miss? Oh, the PUD. We just talked about the PUD a little bit. Urban development. Um, And during this conversation, I just found out the most interesting thing. Um, Suzanne uh, owns a house down the shore. Mm -hmm. It's technically a condo, Mm -hmm. but it's just, it can be described so many ways. Like if you were driving by it, you would think it was a duplex. No, when you're driving by it, you would think when the day we went to show it to my husband, (laughs) this is five five years ago, went to go show it to my husband. And we're looking at it. We walk, we walk up the porch. We walk in. We look at the whole place. This is perfect. Let's perfect. Let's do this. Let's do this. You know, we wanted It's like an investment right. in your family. It's in a, Anyway, so I, we're outside, and he's saying to the realtor, yeah, I really want to do this. Let's get this. And I said, so you don't mind that it's um, that there's an, another house, that it's actually a two-family? or, or Actually, it was a condo. And uh, he goes, what are you talking about? I said, well, this is an attached. There's right. another There's another house. I probably used all descriptions. Well, that's what that I'm saying. Day. Yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? So I, I literally had to walk him around the back of the building to see. So he could see there was a whole nother unit attached. But from the front, you would think, wow, the Germany's own this big, massive beach house. <laughs> but we don't. It's a condo. Yeah. Right. So it, it, it can be described as a duplex because you would think that two families attached together, duplex, a mm-hmm. attached single family home. 
yeah. a condo, which is what it actually is. Right. And I wanted to point out, which we did discuss on the break, was that so if it it's a condo, so the entire structure has to be uniform. Right. The properties have to be maintained specifically. You've got like I have we have rivers, gray river stone. I can't get white small beachy pebbles. We right. want to keep it uniform. We have gray siding all the way around. Uh, we can't. I can't change the color of my siding. But if I was a, if I was a detached unit, no. What is it? If I was a single family att- attached, single family attached, you could. I could change the color of my siding because there would be a definite line. Like this is mine. This is yours. Right. But we keep it uniform. Right. And you guys have fifty percent. You're fifty percent of the board, right? Yeah, so you yeah, have to have yeah. it has to be unanimous yes, to and, make a change. Yes. And we share what the good thing about it is our all our ta- you know, I pay my taxes, she pays her taxes, but insurance is split. So we have flood insurance, which is split. We have liability, you know, property liability insurance. Oh, yeah, all that stuff is split. So it's good in that respect. Do you have a master policy for the property and then another walls in property for yourselves? No, I insure my section. She insures hers, but we do have like the flood. That's a master policy. But no, as far as liability and everything like that, no, I I should look into that. But no, I was told this is what insurance I had to get. They know what they're doing. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So you could pretty much own anything as long as you all agree to agree to the terms, right? Right. Well, that's the point for this entire actually our show is for buyers to understand what they're purchasing. Right. And uh, just ask your realtor, they'll find out, you know. Right, ask a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because once you own it, you own it. You own it, yeah, and you have to abide by the rules. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and like my kids, this complex we live in, they're like, oh, you know, I'm not going to go up that. You know, they have like a million different things. My daughter changed the lock on the exterior of her door. She put a lock up top because her three-year-old was getting out, which is fine. I get it. You're not allowed to do that. Right. So I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> we'll deal with it, and we go to sell it. That's right. That's what that's what child child yeah. protection. Yeah, we have we, we have chains, we have bolts, we have, he's he's climbing, so we had to go up high. So I think that we talked about just about everything. I think multifamily is probably the only thing we didn't touch on. Yes, and that is um, I'm trying to sell one right now. That's a little complicated, but yeah, yeah. But it's a good investment for people. Um, What's yeah. interesting about multifamily is a two-family is residential, a three-family is commercial. Okay. So two it's families a, residential. Yeah. But they have a two to four. So like in our system, it's two to four. I know there's a two to four and there's a five and up. There's different um, ways. To, but that's that's ways to search it. Yeah. That's yeah, not okay. necessarily about what. So three is commercial. That's th- interesting. Right, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's no, considered, I get- com- it's a considered a commercial endeavor. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, and they're different. They're actually as a homeowner. You and you can to, understand that. Yeah. And as a homeowner, you need to, you, you have different levels of responsibility in a commercial. Sometimes you have state inspections that are required that a two family wouldn't require. Um, right. As far as like things like when sprinklers are required or um, fire escapes. Right. And, you know, it's again, one of those things where you need to talk to not only your your real estate agent and your mortgage person, but you need to talk to an insurance company, mm-hmm. right? You need to make sure that you know what is going to be required, uh, because you don't want to buy a house and then you know get a get an insurance policy and then have that insurance policy you know yeah. adjuster come by and give you a list of ten things you need to do to the house before right. they'll insure it, like those sprinkler systems. Yeah, right. yeah, no, important though, but still you need buyer beware. Exactly, you need to know what's going on. So um, I think that those were our big our big topics of the day. Yeah, they um, were good though. I know. On our way out the door here, I just want to say a couple things. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, it is farmers market season. Yes, and I've missed it. You missed definitely it. right. It's, it's time. Yeah, it's, it's time. time. It was a long winter. Goshen's is Friday, right? Yeah, we have a Goshen is a beautiful farmers market. Yeah, I mean you can get uh, fresh fish, cheeses, pastries, meats, soups flowers. Yeah. It's like everything. And it's beautiful. I, Ours is right in the main square um, in the park, right in the center of the village of Goshen by the Harriman Fountain. And uh, it's a great day to come out and just walk around. We're usually the last Friday of the month. Oh, no, every Friday. I'm sorry. Right, every, every Friday. Every Friday, starting, uh, usually starting in April, but I don't know because it was cooler. Yeah. So May. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a great thing. I love how Orange County yeah. kind of celebrates the farmer's market. Absolutely. And it's like every community takes a day. There's, oh, there, it's almost never a day where you can't 
find a farmer's right. market. I know Florida's you know is Tuesdays. Yep. Warwick's is Sundays. Warwick is Sundays. Um, and okay. I think I think Tuxedo's was Saturdays. I, I don't know. I haven't oh, really? been there in a while to know if it's still the case. But I like that we have ours on a Friday because... Getting ready for the weekend. Yeah, it's like it's the commerce. Everyone's in town. It's busy. You, now we have our county building is getting back together. Yep. So that's really great. It's going to really increase uh, the the traffic in the village, mm-hmm. which is awesome. So I think the food markets, the farmers markets will get a lot more um, yeah. busier, though they've been busy. Um, I just love the sense of community at a farmers market. Oh yeah, right? no, when, it's when a lot you of go fun. To a farmers market, like when I go to ours here in Warwick, I always see people I know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm it's meeting fun. our local lo- our local um, farmers. You know, you're asking questions. You learn so much just about, you know, how your food is produced and mm-hmm, where it's mm-hmm. coming from. Where is yours? Where is Warwick's? Um, right in the parking lot. Um, that's right in the center of town. Beh- like, oh, behind, beh- No, um, behind the old railroad, uh, the old railroad um, station. So the Warwick uh, Better Homes and Gardens Rand mm-hmm, office is mm-hmm. right on the other side of that. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, that's a nice I don't area. Know, I don't on know the creek there. I don't know what that uh, parking lot is called exactly. That's nice though, because yeah. it's all again right downtown. Correct. It's right in the middle of, right in the heart of everything. Yeah, no, it's great. And it's nice to support uh, your local farmer's market. It is. And I think, I mean, I really kind of consider us a big farming area with the black dirt Mm -hmm. and and everything. And uh, so, and I also like, I go to the Bialis farm. I'm not plugging anybody, but you know where it's on the black dirt. Right. You know, Maple Avenue that... um, What's in the Village of Goshen? But if you're right. going down, so you pass Soon's Apple Orchard yep. on County Route 12, yep. and you make a left up a Hookies Market, yep. right there, you continue down there, and you have the Bialis Farm. And again, I'm not plugging anybody, but I'm telling you this great place. You make a right, it's not cellar, it might be cellar, I forget, but there's a sign, and I think it's Tuesdays and Fridays, fresh produce, I'm telling you, lettuce like you've never tasted. Really? Right out of the dirt. Cleaned. I love that. I mean, it's unbelievable. There are some flowers. There's amazing vegetables. I mean, the it's this property. This it's not a farmer's market. It's a market on a farm. Right. That um, they and they're you're right on the black dirt. Yeah. So and they actually they're, they're open already, and so they open I think in in probably April, but they go till. December, they, yeah, so because you get right the because they have roots. like their root cellars yep, and stuff to yep. kind of keep the produce. So you have going. They have a big thing at Thanksgiving, big sale at Thanksgiving. Oh, that's nice. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, my cousin actually works there, Barb, and uh, yeah, it's great. That it's, is fabulous. It's definitely a place to go. And there's and there's also a, there's a few more yeah, oh, right on that on that block. Absolutely. Yeah. And not only that, there's one down in uh, the village of Chester. They opened last year, and it's like a co-op where people. Um, it's a huge area of farming, and people rent out different fields to do what they want. And then they have a oh, market stand right there, so all the people who are part of their co-op can come and sell their goods. Um, that is so clever. Yeah, it's it's really fabulous. you know our black dirt here um, is so cool to our area that um, you know when um, back in the fifties when NASA was shooting up satellites, right, and they were first taking images of the world, the United States, they. NASA had no idea what this black dot was in upstate New York. Really? This is a true story. So you can Google it. So they sent researchers, you know, trekking up right. what to is this place? Ups- what, what is this big black dot in upstate New York to find our um, black dirt? I love <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, it's a true story. It's pretty cool. So uh, I do. I love, um, I like to drive by new buyers to the area buy our black dirt because yeah. I think it's um you know it's, it's a unique such feature. an amazing yeah, yeah and to have so, that, cool. so much agriculture and stuff right here I love it I um, love it and I love seeing like I, when I drive to my husband's office I always take pumpkin swamp yep that um I love seeing how the different lots of black dirt are farmed different years right you know they're cultivating well, right because they rest like yeah every three yeah years they try to rest I just love it. that I think that's so cool uh, they plant a cover crop and, yeah um, it is interesting um our last note on our way out the door here is uh, mm-hmm. music on the green starts uh this Friday in Warwick so weather's going to be nice come on out enjoy some free music nice. all right all right cool um, so that's it the real real estate show um is concluding for the day i don't uh, know they're not paying attention to us in the office but we'll just keep talking yeah okay, it's all that's good fine. We'll, we'll yeah so, with it. yeah so we're all good all right but, all right <laughs> bye everybody <laughs> back next monday thanks bye, bye.